It's our headline segment, and we're in discussion with Mbalenja Tetwa tonight, SABC reporter. She's out in Dipslut, uh, where, of course, uh, that was the site uh, of uh, horrific scenes over the last 24 hours or so. Uh, and I guess, uh, Mbali, let me come back to the point I was making just before I went to the break. It does seem to me that uh, Operation, um, you know, I, I just forget the, the term of it, Kaimlao. Uh, was that the name of the operation? Um, yes, operation. Sorry? Yes, which is yes, yes, Operation uh, Ukai Mulao. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, operations like that, as you say, reveal how systematic a lot of what um, many communities are observing as the proliferation of, um, you know, undocumented migrants in their communities. A lot of that has syst systemic roots in, I guess, who benefits from the labor of many of those people who come, their desperation and willingness to take any wage. Um, and I guess, you know, in many ways, when it's mixed up with a protest on policing, ironically, uh, as we saw last night, it um, has led now to instances of, um, I hate, hate to call it anything else, criminality and uh, vigilante type attacks. Yes, uh, it seems as though that's, that's where um, it's, it's, it's headed. Um, but, you know, I think um, at, at the heart of this, I think it, it's just very interesting that um, it's taken a protest by community members for immigration officials to, to be on the ground, to see the level of immigration officials or, uh, coming out in their numbers as we're seeing them over now. Because as you remember, it was that protest march by calling on government Bali, just maybe move slightly for me or, or just turn around. We, we're battling with your connectivity there. And you, and you did indicate, I guess, to be fair, that there's a lot of um, tele, telecoms and connectivity challenges uh, out where you are there in the north of Johannesburg. Yes, is it better now? Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, that's much better, yeah. Okay. So, so what I'm essentially saying is that, you know, we've seen... Um, immigration officials come out in the numbers uh, today, and we, we've seen um, a number of people being taken in since the early hours of this morning and late last night. And it, it seems as though it took people taking to the streets and um, calling on um, government intervention in terms of not only capacitating um, a police station, but also for immigration laws to be enforced. You know, so those were some of the calls that were made by residents yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though those calls are being heard, finally, seemingly, sure, uh, sure. based on what you now see happening on the ground and based on um, what... Um, the minister is going to be doing tomorrow, as you'll mm. know, uh, that he did promise residents that he will be back tomorrow morning with Home Affairs Minister uh, Dr. Aaron Mutanedi, as well as Minister of Small Business, uh, to come and uh, try and, you know, check the status of many residents within the area. But, you know, there are those who are worried that by the time that, you know, the police or the minister comes in tomorrow, a lot of mm. people would have then disappeared or, 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 or gone away. The other issue that has come up is the issue of housing. You will realize that, you know, um, Gipsworth is one of those densely populated uh, spaces where it even becomes difficult to drive if you're driving on the untarred roads uh, because it seems though they're just small passageways uh, made for pedestrians as opposed 
to for vehicles to go in and 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 try and and keep and catch criminals in the event that you know there is a, a chase between police uh, officials as well as uh, a suspect, uh, an alleged suspect. So um, that's the issue, and it, 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 it remains to be seen if the Minister of uh, Housing or Human Settlement will also be brought in to try and, and, and see what needs to be done in order to resolve mm. some of the challenges um, within the community because mm. the population in the area seems to be one of the challenges or the issues that have been sure. you know, raised by community members. It just does seem, I mean, uh, Mbali, and uh, we're going to bring in Abraham uh, Mabuke in the next, uh, you know, uh, a second or so. It does seem to me that, you know, we go around in circles uh, because in a sense, you know, we were speaking a few weeks ago to uh, some of our colleagues out in Cape Town who were speaking to protests that had happened in places like Kailicha and concerns after the killings of people around all of the environmental factors that lead to a lack of policing. So the lack of roads, the lack of lighting, the lack of all of these basic things that are preconditioned for effective policing are not in place in places like Kailicha and Deep Sloot. And it just seems, you know, we're back at it again here. And let me bring in Abraham Mabuke. He is a ward councillor in Ward 113 out in Deep Sloot. Uh, Abraham, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, evening to you, sir, and the listeners. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Abraham. I think Ayabonga is fine. Hey, when you call me sir now, you make it seem like I'm from Buckingham Palace, you know. Um, but uh, Abraham, I want us maybe just to start here. Um, your own reflections, I guess, on what unfolded uh, last night. Um, and I guess maybe you might want to start when the police minister arrived in Tipsloot. How then, I guess, the throng of people that had congregated that uh, was protesting then responded to that. And then, of course, what happened as you woke up to this news that, um, you know, a, uh, um, a gentleman here, Elvis Senyati, was killed unceremoniously uh, in wanton fashion last night. Just talk, talk us through that. Firstly, your reflections on the visit by the police minister, but also, I guess, these horrific news of Elvis Senyati. Okay. Um, thanks very much. Since the beginning of December last year, up until uh, on Sunday last week, each and every week we are experiencing uh, a high rate of crime, a robbery on street, house robbery, GBV. Remember, nationwide, Deep Sloot, it's a rated number 14 in terms of the GBV and, and murders through uh, the barrel of the gun. So we have been meeting the police management now and then as the leadership of the community try to come up with measures or programs that will assist in terms of eradicating crime. You will remember that the minister is not the first time for him to be here. Just 2020, March, the beginning of March, he was here in Deep Sloot again because we, the community, embark on the shutdown. And when he come here with uh, Minister Aaron Mutwadedi, there were promises made. One is to increase the staff, deployment of subs, and deployment of more police van, and also to conduct some raids together with the Home Affairs Department and the SARS Department to check whether businesses that are being run here 
indictments are illegal and they're paying tax or not. To check us whether people that are staying here in Dipsloot are legal or not. With an aim of reducing illegal immigrants that we have in large numbers here in Dipsloot. Some of those programs have been done and some were not done. Now, last week, we were on Saturday, uh, almost several people shot dead here uh, in Dipsloot. Also on Sunday, we got another one shot again and killed. That is when the community said, enough is enough. We are going to embark on the total shutdown until the minister come and address us. The minister came yesterday. He met the leadership. He made promises that the 16 police vans will be added here in Deep Sloot. Today, the minister was in Deep Sloot. He handed over brand new 16 police vans. He guaranteed the community of Deep Sloot that 30 members of the TRT, I'm a director, will be here in Deep Sloot deployed full time. They were here during the night. Additional cops members, they were here during the night. But, uh, but, but this morning, we woke up with the news that a mob that were going house to house or shack to shack at expression number one, they reached a point where they made another shack and they demanded to see the documents. When the owner of the shack failed to produce the documents, they beat him, stood him to death, and they finally liked him. Mm. So that is that is a disturbing news, and we call not to promote such kind of an action. The minister mm. visited the family uh, today and to the area of incident to see by himself. It was a painful situation. Mm. Mm. You know, I think it would be very presumptuous of me to to link the two issues, right? I mean, the, the genuine protest around the lack of policing that you've spoken to, and then the activities of this particular mob uh, of, of, of criminality, of murder, basically. And I want us maybe just to separate these two. Let's start just with the issue you're raising around policing. Surely, Abraham, this is sending a message to yourselves that if you picket and you protest and you, um, you know, organize in this kind of way, it is only when you do those things that uh, the police minister, the commissioner, the tactical response teams get brought in, uh, immigration gets brought in, as Mbali was saying to us earlier on, and the type of law enforcement that should be happening only happens, it seems, when you protest. What, what is your view, you know, when I say something like that? Because that's exactly how it's coming through to me, that it seems only when you protested did all of the things that you should be happening and that you want to happen every single day, only then are they happening. The reality is that Deep Sloot is having a population of more than 300,000 people that are staying in Deep Sloot. And most, all languages are here. I mean, the majority of the African languages, um, they are here. They are staying here in Deep Sloot. And, and, and the police station that we have in Deep Sloot is the brigadier type of the police station. So... The police station is there, but the deployment in terms of of, of the subsum members of that particular police station is not enough. The allocation of the cars is not enough. 
I can tell you that in 2016, when we opened that big police station, uh, the, the police station were allocated 56 vans, police vans. All those vans are nowhere to be found. The police station was operating only using eight vans. In a population which is more than uh, 300,000 people, only Gipsloot, remember, is policing also going to Lanzaria Airport, going to Lion Park, going to the new location, the Versailles View. So now, the deployment was poor in our area. That's why we they, are, they were unable, they were not equal to the tax at all. But however, even though it's like that, uh, it cannot be a correct that we need to protest and do whatever is then that we will see the deployment of more cops and what mm. resources. We need a sustainable program. Sure. A sustainable program, not a short-term program to cool the situation at all. Because once we come up with a short-term program, it's going to be a problem in future. After a year or after two years, we will embark on the same action again. And the minister will have to come for the third time again and, and, and do one, two, three for the short-term program. So as because tomorrow we're meeting several ministers and the leadership of the community, we are expecting that the outcomes of that meeting must have a long, sustainable program in place. And, and what would such a program for you, Abraham, look like? I mean, you're a ward councillor. Um, they raise their issues. I mean, I've spoken about the infrastructure issues um, that you can't, even if you have a lot of police, but if you don't resolve the fact that, you know, there's no through roads, there's no lighting at night, there's no all of the things that many other people in other parts of the north of Johannesburg take for granted, uh, then we're not going to resolve the effective policing if we don't solve those issues. What are some of the other ones? No, look, the current deployment is saying 63 sub-officers during the day and 120 sub-officers during the night. And to us, it's not enough. We need some of the police station, I mean, some of, some of the sub-officers to be removed from other stations that are not that much busy to come down to deep slot. Today, the minister handed over 16 new vans. Simply means we are having, we are going to have 24 vans, of which it's not enough. We need the initial deployment of the police van, which was 56. That, that, that will be great. We need a program, continuous program, conducted by homosex. I can tell you now that South African citizens, are not in dispute in terms of the, I mean, statistics. By the look of things, statistically, South African citizens are not more than the foreign nationals that are staying here in Gippsloot. And it looks like there are more illegal foreigners that are staying here in Gippsloot because always, when we seek meetings with the police, we demand statistics in terms of the crimes. Most of the people that are getting arrested are the illegal immigrants. So that's an indication of a problem. So we need continuous program 
done by the Home Affairs and also our SARS department, they must come and check whether the goods that our people are, are buying, where they are buying the goods that are being sold to our residents are quality or fake goods or what. Businesses that are operating in our township, well, if you can enter Jim Sloot, each and every street, you can count two to three, two to three shops. Businesses that are running here uh, in Jim Sloot, are they legal paying tax or not? Because in this country, if you want to run a business, you must register and make it illegal and be able to, to, to pay tax like others. Abraham, we're going to have to leave it yes. there, but uh, I want to thank you so much uh, for coming through and speaking to us tonight. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know if we still have Mbalent Tetwa on the line. Um, and uh, yeah, if not, a big thank you to her as well for taking time out to join us uh, tonight for that discussion. Abraham Mabuke is a Ward 113 councillor out in Dipslut and Mbalent Tetwa, a reporter here at the Public Broadcaster, the SABC. We take a brief break now, but uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your uh, voice notes and uh, your calls thereafter. Send us your WhatsApp uh, voice notes on 079-191-4270, 079-191-4270. And we're also out on our studio line on 89 110